A new report released by Harvard University highlights poor health standards for young people in detention centres. Children in detention are likely to have greater health needs like mental illness, substance abuse and complex trauma. The report includes research from youth detention centres in Western Australia and indicates a way to go to ensure better coordinated, high quality health care. The WISE contributor from RTRFM, Chris Wielden, asked head of the Justice Health Group at Curtin University and co-author of the report, Professor Stuart Kinner, about how bad the problem is in WA. Well, there's a few different problems that we could talk about here. The first problem is the health needs of children in youth detention. And we know that children in detention in WA, just like elsewhere in Australia and in many parts of the world, have really significant health needs. Some of your listeners may have heard about the Banksy Hill study that the Telephone Kids Institute led a number of years ago showing an incredibly high rate of neurodevelopmental disability, especially FASD, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Mm -hmm. So that's just one of the concerns. Most kids in youth detention have more than one significant health problem and those health problems interact with each other. So it's a very medically health-wise complex group of young people who really need support. How well are we doing in meeting those needs? That is unfortunately a bit of a black box. Uh, In some parts of the world, there is greater transparency around the quality of healthcare in youth detention. In Australia, we're very lucky that the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare routinely reports on healthcare in prisons around the country. Unfortunately, we don't yet have anything comparable for youth detention. So the short answer in terms of how well we're doing in Western Australia is that we don't know. So when we talk about standards, what is the base level of a child in detention that has these health requirements? Is it a regular visit to doctors? Is it a regular visit to psychiatrists? What is the base level? Sure. Look, the short answer to that question is that children in detention should get the same. So we have this idea of this thing called the principle of equivalence. So people in custody should get the same that they get in the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the report, we point out that Australia, like nearly every country in the world, except for the US and one other country, has ratified the Convention on the Rights of the Child. And what that signs us up to is committing to every child having the right to the highest attainable standard of health. So children in detention, just like every other child in Australia, have the right to the highest attainable standard of health. The problem is... Subsequent to that, um, the Committee on the Rights of the Child in the UN uh, wrote another document called General Comment 24, where they downgraded that and said uh, children should get adequate medical care. And so really, from an international human rights perspective, that's a key point we're making. These children deserve the best possible care, not adequate care, not enough but the best, just like every other child in Australia. So so just to my naivety kicks in a little bit here on how the health system works, mm. in, in terms of that, does that mean that um, if a child needs to go and, and visit a doctor while in, in detention, do the parents of that child have to pay that gap or the, the in-between, or is that picked up by the detention centre, I guess? Yeah, look, our states and territories cover health care in youth detention, yeah. so, and how that's done is different in different parts of the country. Uh, internationally, the WHO has for more than a decade now recommended that health care in custody be, be delivered by Department of Health. Sounds obvious. Mm. But in a number of places, including Western Australia, 
that healthcare is being delivered by Department of Justice. Right. Now, again, this is not to have a go at the people delivering healthcare through the Department of Justice, but there's an inherent conflict there between justice and health. Yeah. Um, and so right now, the WA Department of Justice is paying for all the healthcare for children in youth detention. When, when we look at the, the cycle of detention, how important is it that when they're there, they're cared for and looked after so that they don't come back, so that there isn't this cycle of consistently coming back? It's absolutely critical, of course. So, look, you know, the children who go to detention, uh, we're not going to fix any of the issues that led to them being in detention during their time in detention. The average time in youth detention in Australia is eight days. We had last financial year 4,350 kids go through youth detention. We're not going to change the life trajectories of young people who've been traumatised, marginalised and have significant mental health and substance use and health needs in eight days. No. What we can do is identify those issues and make sure that when they do return to the community, we can finally start giving them the support that we need. And unfortunately, we're not achieving that at the moment either. That was Professor Stuart Kinner from Curtin University there, speaking with RTRFM's Chris Wielden.